0: All right, this evening we're gonna turn in God's word to the book of 1 Samuel chapter one. 1 Samuel chapter one, we'll read a few verses there, but before we do that, I'm gonna read one verse from the book of James. James chapter five, you know the verse well. Verse 16. At the end of that verse, we read the following words. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Let's go look at an example of fervent prayer. First Samuel chapter 1. 1 Samuel chapter 1. And we're going to read from verse 9 through verse 18. So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh and after they had drunk. Now Eli, the priest, sat upon a seat by a post of the temple of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on, thy, on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me and forget not thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man-child. Then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. And it came to pass, as she continued praying before the Lord, that Eli marked her mouth. Now Hannah, she spake in her heart, Only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought she had been drunken. And Eli said unto her, How long wilt thou be drunken? Put away thy wine from thee. And Hannah answered and said, No, my lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Count not thine handmaid for a daughter of Belial, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken hitherto. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace. And the Lord, excuse me, the God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast asked of him and she said let thine hand find grace in thy sight so the woman went her way and did eat and her countenance was no more sad Amen may the Lord bless the reading of his word for Jesus sake and I want us to think this evening briefly on what I am calling the reason for the answer of effectual prayer. The reason for the answer of effectual prayer. Before we go any further, though, let's just ask the Lord to meet with us. Father in heaven, now we would pray that you will let the word of God be that which guides our minds and hearts, that thou will allow us by your goodness to hear the voice of the Lord Jesus speaking to us, teaching us, leading us in heart and mind to that place where we may be able to rest in the perfection of His person and the completion of His work and the everlasting love that He has for us. O oh God, we pray that Thou wilt bless us now with Thy presence and with Thy help. Lead us on with Thyself, we would ask, for Jesus' sake. Amen. As I mentioned a moment ago, we have here in 1 Samuel chapter 1 an example of fervent prayer. Again, it says of Hannah that she poured out her heart. I think that means simply that she poured out everything that was in her heart. All that which she felt uh, either by pain or sorrow or want She poured it out before God. She let him know indeed what was the matter of her soul. I would suggest to you, though, that as you come away from this passage in 1 Samuel, you'll come to the conclusion that Hannah's prayer, which was answered, uh, was not answered because Hannah prayed fervently. You might think, well, no, wait a minute. We just read in James, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So it had to be been her fervency, her pouring out her heart, opening up all that was within her, and letting it out before the Lord, that that was the reason why God heard and answered prayer. And there is the example to us that we must pray that way, otherwise we won't get our prayers answered. Now, that's somehow the way we tend to think on these kinds of things, but that's not the right conclusion. I would suggest to you that that is not the reason that Hannah had her prayer answered. Well, wait a minute. How does this come into fervency? We'll see this in a minute. How does this relate to us pouring out our hearts to the Lord? Again, I hope to see that in a minute. Again, I want us to understand that the prayer was not a certain thing because of the degree of her fervency. It was not an answer to her because of the prolonged prayer. How long did Hannah pray? You know, no matter how long she prayed, she probably would have had the enemy standing at her elbow saying, you haven't prayed long enough. And we wouldn't say that the reason that she saw the answer to prayer is because the prayer somehow proved to be an appropriate subject before the throne of God. If you don't pray uh, just a certain thing in a certain way, then it doesn't get answered. None of those things are true. It was not true for her, and it's not true for us. So you say, well, what's what's the answer then? This is what I want us to think on very simply tonight. That the answer came to her fervent prayer because of the agreement of and blessing by the priest. And I want you to think about this with me for just a moment. Because I think you have here a lesson, a type about why we would find our fervent prayers answered. Again, it doesn't have to do with our praying. It doesn't have to do with the subject of our praying. It has to do with the agreement of and blessing by the priest. Now, I would have to say, certainly... Eli was not the model priest. Eli was not one that you'd ever want to say, I hope my son grows up to be a minister that has the same character as Eli and ministering the things of God. No. Not at all. But I do think that there is a sense in which you'd have to say that God ordained Eli to the office. And because of the office and what the office that Eli held represented and pictured, then God honored what the priest did as a type of the coming high priest. There was an honor in the office. There was, in a sense, a degree in which God looks at that and says, if the priest does this, then I will hear and answer prayer. And uh, my, my point to you is very, very simple. This is true for us too. Why is it that you have an assurance when you pray fervently that God will hear and answer prayer? The point is this, because you have a priest. And when the priest agrees with and blesses that prayer, it will be answered. In fact, that's the whole of what the Lord Jesus is saying in John chapter 14. And if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Well, I want you to think about the difference between Eli and the fact that it was answered for her. Keep in mind, this was answered for her by the blessing of old Eli. But I want you to think, how much better is our priest. And so there's my point tonight. There's my thinking. This is what I want us to consider tonight. How much better is our high priest, the one who agrees, we have the agreement of and blessing by our high priest when we pray? Well, I want you to think on just a few things with me. I want you to think about this How much purer is our high priest? When you compare the Lord Jesus, our great high priest, as he's presented to us in the scriptures, particularly in the book of Hebrews and what he does there for us, how much purer is the Lord Jesus than this priest that still saw the answer and the power of God? You know, when you take it just purely on that point, That our high priest is perfect. Our high priest is absolutely pure. Our high priest is that one who fulfills the description. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? And who shall come into his holy temple? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. That's Christ. It wasn't necessarily Eli. But it is Christ. You and I have a high priest that in the sight of God is as pure and clean and holy and pleasing as it's possible to be in front of an infinitely holy eye. When we pray fervently, it is effectual, not because of the prayer Not because of what we are or what we say. It is because of the purity of the high priest that agrees with us. Well, second, I want you to see this. How much more knowing is our high priest? You know, when Hannah was praying there, the one thing that you have to say about Eli is that the man didn't know. Very much what he was seeing. What did he, what did he think about Hannah and her praying? She's drunk. Well, you know, first off, it probably wasn't even the time that people would drink. And secondly, you wouldn't see a woman in that condition by generally speaking. <laughs> Eli, what are you thinking? Well, the only thing you can say about Eli is that he didn't know anything about the situation. And when he comes up and he rebukes her... Then she tells her what the story is. and Oh, 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 okay. I see now. Eli knew nothing. Yet, because of the office that he held, his agreement and his blessing were that which was the, the point of confidence for Hannah. How much more knowing is Christ? You know, Christ knows our situation from beginning to end. There is nothing that is hid from him. When we walk into the place of prayer and we bend and we utter that first word, he knows the whole story. He knows the cause. He knows the pain. He knows all the what ifs and therefores. It's all known by our Savior. Eli didn't know what even his blessing would lead to. Isn't that something? He says, okay, the Lord do for you what you're asking. Go ahead and you can leave him and the Lord bless you. He didn't know what was going to happen after that blessing. Christ does. When Christ answers our prayers, he knows exactly what he intends for it to lead to. How much more knowing? is our high priest. Well, I have a third point, And that is this. How much more of a vested interest has our high priest? Eli did not have a relationship with Hannah or Elkanah or any of those in that family. He didn't possibly, it's likely he didn't even know who they were. It's, the evidence is here is that when he meets Hannah here, he doesn't even know who she is. Therefore, there was nothing that he would expect would be of interest to him, really, in what happened to her. How different that is for us. Because when we come to our high priest, He not only has a vested interest, but he is in union with us. We belong to him. He gave himself that he might deliver us from this present evil world. We were given to him as his inheritance by the Father before the world began. We are the object of his love everlastingly. There is very, very powerful interest in the heart of Christ as to what happens to you and me and what happens as he deals with our prayers. It matters. Well, then I want you to see this. As my last thought, how much more discerning is our high priest? How much more discerning? You know, Eli couldn't tell anything by Hannah's prayer. He couldn't really see where her heart was, what was the cause of all the issues. He didn't know anything really about her her situation. All he knew is that you had a woman here that was praying fervently to God. he says, well, as far as I can see, then the Lord bless you. (laughs) That was all it took. The Lord did bless. Let's go with Christ. Christ discerns. Here's where the explanation of fervency comes in. What is the cause of fervency? When it says the effectual fervent prayer, now that doesn't mean it's a man who's exercised or emotional. But I believe that the force of those words is fervency is a product of faith. Because of faith that is being exercised, there is a urgency or a fervency of spirit in the praying. And when Christ sees faith what happens you remember um, how many times could you go through the Lord Jesus walking through the streets or in a house or something and he sees faith and he offers the words be it unto you as your faith so on and so forth the woman that comes and touches touches the border of his garment and so forth be of good cheer thy faith hath saved thee. How many times? The Lord discerns faith. And he discerns faith at work. At work in such a way that it produces in the heart a sense of urgency. I must get to God. That is what you saw in Hannah. Here is my plight. I must get to God. And she comes and she pours out her heart. Why was she pouring out her heart? Because she believed God could do something. There was faith. Eli didn't discern that. Yet he blessed it. We have a Savior who does discern that. And has made promises. Not only blesses on it, but he's made promises in uh, an attachment to that. In accord with that. Fervency. Fervency of faith. A faith that is a strong. There's the idea of fervency. A strong laying hold of the answerer and the means of prayer. The effectual fervent prayer. Now, again, fervent from faith. But it is, I believe in the answerer. I have faith. In the answerer of prayer, and I also have faith in the means of prayer, that which God has established for me to use to get to Him. A man who is fervent, a man who is, has a strong trust in God and His ways, will find that there is a, in attendance with that the blessing of the high priest. Our high priest. What happened with Hannah after Eli said, The Lord bless you? You remember what happened? Are you you ready? You... She wasn't she wasn't sad anymore. Why was she not sad? Because she had the answer in hand? No. Because she had a confidence in what was said before God by God's priest would have its effect so she trusting in that went forward and she had the son you and I we don't have to be any more sad don't have to be why Because, likewise, if we have a confidence in the answerer of our prayer, in the means that he has established, then we can have a confidence that he will do as he said. So, what is my conclusion? Simply this. We need to start thinking when we're praying more on the one who is assisting us or is the priest in prayer than we are on our praying itself. Let me tell you, the devil wants you to get your eyes on your own praying. He wants you to get your eyes on how you think, how well you think you prayed or probably more like my case how how miserably you prayed and so you shouldn't expect anything based on how you sounded just now Get your eyes on Christ for consider him which bore such contradiction of sinners against himself let you grow weary and faint in your minds. eyes on Christ we have a much superior high priest in Christ Jesus than Hannah did in Eli but God honors the office of the priest he still does and so you and I ought to be able to pray fervently before our God well amen may the Lord bless his word to our hearts